everyone. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Inside Ozadia. Today, we got a question in from a Google Form submission, and it's regarding greenhouse growing using raised beds versus soilless media. And the question specifically states, can a living soil bed be maintained agronomically through proper composting, nutritional, and biological amendments to remain economically efficient through multiple growing cycles throughout the year? Mark, what do you think about that? I'd say absolutely, but, right? So we have to look at, the way I look at nutritional management is, uh, is a matter of timescales, right? And we have to operate over multiple timescales. Um, and what I mean by that is long-term nutrition, medium term and short term, right? So things like foliar feeding would be a short term solution. Um, things along the lines of like a, you know, a dry amendment like alfalfa meal might be a medium term, you know, something that's going to become plant available in the weeks to month timeframe. And then there's long term nutrition, things like uh, gypsum and lime, which are going to have 60 to 180 day um, release curves, right? These are soft rock phosphate, things along those lines. So we have to look at nutrition in that way and you have to manage it each one on those timescales um, throughout the year to be able to really do that. Yeah. And there's a couple other, you know, factors that you definitely need to consider if you're choosing to go down the raised bed living soil avenue within controlled environment agriculture. Um, you know, the environmental management is kind of vastly different in terms of, you know, having a large mass of essentially living matter uh, within your space, you know, so there's definitely a learning curve when it comes to managing and integrating your equipment within that setup. You know, traditionally, controlled environment agriculture is centered around the soilless media, um, hydroponic, you know, aspects um, when, it, when it comes to the larger scale. So we get to the point of scale as well. And also maybe restrictions within your state or whatever regulations are stated, you know, some, some state that uh, your media has to be recycled or destroyed, um, in which case, economically, the living soil may not be the right option. Um, so there's a lot of other factors that go into play there. Um, but certainly nutritionally, it can be done as you stated, Mark. Yeah. And on that point of economics, as opposed to restarting your cycle every time with brand new bags, more plastic, um, more shipping, more gasoline, right? Um, the concept of reusing soil over, over long periods of time is, is a more dripwise approach. You're putting in a little bit of investment in order to maintain a, sta a state, right? Um, and obviously there's going to be perturbations and changes um, throughout the growing cycle, right? Um, but over the long term, you know, we're going to be re-put, we're going to be reinstituting and uh, reapplying all of these different things that are being taken out. And through proper soil testing and also plant sap testing, through the cycle, you know, that's where we're going to be, I guess, accessing that information. And another important fact in the recycling and the reapplying amendments, and as again, that timing, there's again, a lot of specific learning curves that are going to take place in your setup, uh, as far as how quickly can you replant into those beds, depending on what input you select, you need to mitigate that timing. Um, you should not be planting directly into a heavy blood meal amended bed. Uh, same thing goes for any of the compost and other inputs that, that you're applying. You know, these are 
as the name suggests, living soil. So, you know, there's management that needs to occur beyond what you're typically going to see within a pro-mix or likewise soilless media. Additionally, on top of that as well, as far as compost and or any type of kind of mulching material you're going to be using, it's always good to be conscious of the source, right? So you have to look at your compost either the operation or whatever company you're getting them from and sees this municipal derived, like where is this coming from? What is the basis? Um, because, you know, either if it's, you know, animal manures as well, like there are buildup of different nutrients that you can then be applying continually, continually and not, not taking that into account in your nutritional management, right? Exactly. Yeah. And also the age of those inputs, right? This is something you need to like actually physically assess uh, prior to creating that relationship and understanding that your supplier is actually going through the, the steps that are necessary to shorten that time frame, uh, however much as possible. It takes management. And I do think that it is the it is an economical way to go. And I do think that we also need to think about uh, our inputs and our effect on our environment as well. And I think that that this a big uh, consideration when you're thinking about reusing your soil. Absolutely. And there's plenty of examples out there within the cannabis space as far as operations that have been doing this for years now of various scales. Uh, but yeah, thanks again for joining us, everyone. And until next time, we'll catch you on the next episode.